Dear Cheap Astronomy, is there really such a thing as a dead planet? To begin with, it's probably unreasonably biocentric to define spherical objects that orbit the Sun and have cleared their orbits as either alive or dead. We can redefine the question in terms of planets being geologically active, but there it gets difficult to draw a line between what's active and what isn't. For example, the Moon, which isn't a planet but is widely regarded as geologically inactive, has detectable ground tremors. Some are just asteroid impacts, others are just surface heating and cooling, but there are some that apparently arise from geological activity deep within the Moon's innards. The terminology in this area is a bit fraught. It is largely settled now that geology is a universal term to describe the structural dynamics of rocky celestial objects. There's also a view that earthquakes should be considered a universal term, though it's unclear if that will ever stick. Groundquakes and ground tremors a cheap astronomy suggestion. There's also an obvious definitional bias towards rocky objects, since no one applies the term geology to the ice and gas giants. Nor are those considered alive or dead, despite ice and gas giants being vastly more dynamic than their rocky counterparts. Of course, the elephant in the room, in any discussion of the relative animation of celestial bodies, is life, and that includes elephants. Surely the best definition of a life planet is one that has life. And since we only have one example of such a life planet, we generally associate any aspects of life with that one example. So on that basis, a living planet is rocky, with a dense atmosphere and liquid water, and even plate tectonics, and some, but not too many, volcanoes. According to our one example, you also need a magnetic field to divert the stellar wind that comes from your local star. On this basis, although Venus is certainly geologically active, it barely spins, and so Venus's magnetic field is negligible, and consequently its dense atmosphere is largely the product of its own geological outgassing, principally CO2, and all the good stuff we're so fond of on Earth, notably nitrogen and water, have been blown away in the solar wind. So, having a molten iron core, and maybe even volcanoes, might seem like geological living, but it's not necessarily a ticket to biological living. Indeed, current thinking is that molten iron cores are more the norm than the exception. Early thinking had it that smaller bodies like the Moon, Mercury and Mars had cooled to the point where their cores had gone solid, but in fact we are now pretty sure that all of them are similar to Earth in having a solid inner core surrounded by a liquid outer core. So, for a rocky object to have a powerful magnetic field, it not only needs a molten core and spin, but it also needs convection in that molten layer, where hot fluid rises from below, cools, and then sinks back down again, creating a steady circling motion. We now think it's this, plus the planet's spin, that gives you a dynamo effect to create a strong magnetic field. 
So Earth's magnetic field is a result of the convection and the spin, whereas Venus only has the convection and Mars only has the spin. The reason why Earth and Venus have liquid core convection, while Mars, Mercury and the Moon do not, is probably related to size. All these bodies have enough mass that inward compression due to gravity heats up their cores. The central core is the hottest part, but it's also the most compressed part, and so remains solid. It's only the outer core that is able to exist as a molten fluid. With the larger Earth and Venus, the combination of a hotter central core and a greater overall diameter create the right conditions for steady circular convection currents. It's actually apparent from Mars rock samples that Mars did have a strong magnetic field in its early years, but that went away, presumably because Mars's core cooled beyond a point that could continue driving circular convection. But with all this, it's best to say this is just current thinking. Our understanding of how planetary magnetic fields are generated is still a work in progress, and our decision about which planets are alive or dead is just a matter of opinion.